welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. To be in the house. Thank him. It's a life, a house of life, a house of power, a house of instructions, a house of glory, a house where God restores his people, a house where God gives direction to his people, a house where God delivers his people. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We run into your name and we are safe. We run into your power and we are safe. We run into your house and we are safe. This morning we know and we believe that as we have planted our feet in your house, we will not live here the same. We give you praise. We give you glory. We exalt your name, Lord. Let your name be praised and let your name be glorified in our midst. In the mighty name of Jesus, we celebrate you this morning. We celebrate your name this morning. Unto you be all the honor. Unto you be all the praise. You want to commit your life to God. You want to say, Lord, I dedicate myself to you. I dedicate myself to you this morning. Me and my household, we dedicate our lives to you this morning. I dedicate everything concerning my life to you. I dedicate every aspect of my life to you. Lift your voice and begin to dedicate. Dedicate your health. Dedicate your, 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 your wealth. Dedicate your mind. Dedicate your heart. Dedicate your properties. Dedicate your career to the Lord. Dedicate your children. Dedicate your marriage to the Lord. Lift your voice and pray. And dedicate yourself to the Lord. In the Dabashaya. And Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It was a statement of dedication. It was a statement of definition. That if everyone goes away from the Lord, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will live for the Lord. We will worship the Lord. We will serve the Lord. We will praise the Lord. Captain of Israel host and guide, we dedicate ourselves to you this morning. Every single aspect of our lives. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you and thank you and thank you for every single blessing in our lives. Shabalora kasata morokodora kabaraka malada da 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 me shagada raberu koshabaraba redelegade lebo shadaba we want to pray and commit today's service into God's hands we are saying Lord minister to us your word for your word is power your word is meat your word is bone your word is light your word is restoring lift your voice and pray the Lord reach out with 
your hand. Reach out with your power. Reach out with your glory. Heal them that you have to heal. Restore those you have to restore. Maron Shadabahat. We activate the atmosphere. We declare the days of Paul and Silas in this meeting. We declare the days of the resi pattern in this meeting. We declare the days of conquering in this meeting. We declare the days of the killing of lions in this meeting. We declare the days of the destruction of 3,000 generals of the Philistines in this meeting. In the name of Jesus. We declare the days of divine provision of manna and grain and wheat and new wine in this meeting. In the name of Jesus, we declare the days of revival in the days of the priest Ezra in this meeting. In the name of Jesus, we declare the the days of fruitfulness in the name of Jesus in this meeting we decree and we declare that the atmosphere is open we decree and we declare that the atmosphere is ripe we decree and we declare let your hand be mighty upon every soul in Jesus name we have prayed finally we want to pray for the man of God prophet Eric that the hand of God will be upon him that he will speak not of his words, but the words of him that sent him. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Paul said that pray for us, that the door of utterance will be opened unto us. Lift your voice and pray that the hand of God will be upon the prophet of God, that he will not speak of his own mind, but he will speak out of that which God has given to him. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. As we have met as church workers, we pray for those who are on their way coming. We pray that Lord, you quicken their steps. As I'm about to teach your word in a short time, I pray that understanding will be clear, ears will be open, eyes will be open, minds will be illuminated by your word. I pray that your people will hear your word and strive to engage their faith at any level of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. We are going to enter into the main service at 8, but as we usually do, we have a short church workers meeting. 
and uh, we trust God for a word for us as workers. We are the point of focus of God. The church worker is the point of focus of God. Because without the church workers, nothing can be built. There cannot be church members, sustainable growth without church workers. Church workers cause things to happen. So, when God is engaging his people, Israel, you see that he deals with the leaders. He deals with, he doesn't deal with Israel on an wholesome basis. He deals with Israel through leaders. So the church workers' welfare is very critical to God. The church workers' soundness is very critical to God. So this morning, I want to share shortly on the subject, engaging your faith. How to engage your faith. How to exercise your faith. How to put your faith to work. Every single human being has a kind of faith. Even if he's not a Christian, every human being has faith. But our faith is in the Lord. Some people's faith are in human beings. Some people's faith are in different um, deities and all that. But our faith is in the Lord. But you see, you can have faith and never benefit from faith. The only point that faith becomes meaningful to us is when we exercise our faith. Say, exercising my faith. Yeah, faith can produce nothing except it is engaged. When a woman's womb is never engaged, it can never produce a child. That is how faith is. Many of us serve God and at the meeting of a storm, we back off. We cool down because we don't know that the the importance of faith is because of the presence of a storm. You can only see the strength of faith when you engage it in the face of a storm. Holding on to faith is a very, very difficult task in the face of challenges. When you are faced with a challenge, holding on to what you believe in can be very challenging. And that is the point that most of us give up. Give up on things that God has told you. And most of the times, what God is going to tell you, what God is going to promise you, will be contrary to what your natural mind can perceive. What God is going to speak to you will be contrary to what you can see. So if you are not careful, you will not be able to continue to trust God if you don't exercise your faith. Your faith is everything. Your faith is everything. So how do you build your faith as a Christian? It's very important because at the point of the storm, in the storm, it's not your position that will give you a resource. It's your faith. 
So faith is very vital to our Christian work. You can be very, you can be a very nice Christian and fail. Because when your faith fails, you are failed. Jesus told Peter that I have prayed for you. That your faith will not fail. It means that faith can fail. Yes. A Christian faith. And when faith fails, there's a shipwreck. Then it becomes hope deferred, makes the heart sick. So how do I exercise my faith? The exercising of your faith must be your personal agenda as a Christian. Nobody can exercise your faith for you. You must take responsibility of your faith. Nobody. You can never blame anyone for the weakness of your faith. We have to take responsibility of our faith. You can't blame anyone. Why your faith is weak? You cannot say it's because of this, it's because of pastor, it's because of my church, it's because... No, no, no. You have to take responsibility of your faith. How your faith is, it is dependent on how the level of attention you've given to your faith. We all don't have the same faith. Some people's faith are stronger, just like our muscles. We all don't have the same size of muscles. We all don't have the same strength in our muscles. Those who have more strength in their muscles are those who are exercising continually their muscles. So is your faith. So is your faith. Don't go through your Christian work without having an intentional act of building your faith. Faith building must be our personal agenda. Faith building. So now, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for, I'm reading from the NLT. It is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. That is faith. It gives you the assurance that things you are not seeing will still happen. And that assurance will only be in your spirit and you cannot even describe it. But you know and you know that what even you are not seeing will surely happen. And it takes that faith you built. Because sometimes people have a fake faith. They just, we, we have a kind of faith that we think is actual faith. So it's like in your imagination, I'll be a great man. I'll be this. I'll be that. But faith looks so close to that kind of thing. The proof that it was faith is the results it produces. Faith is that thing that gives you the confidence that what you are hoping for will eventually, will actually happen.
You will never have everything at the same time in life. So if you want to keep assessing the blessing of God, if we have to see things happening to us, if we have to see things being caused to happen to us, if we have to see great things happening in our lives, then we need to spend time to build and exercise our faith. So that is why I'm going to emphasize on certain things, how to exercise your faith. How to exercise your faith as a Christian and as a believer. Without a strong faith, you will be a very, very sad Christian. Without a strong faith, you will always be sad because the atmosphere the situations, the event happening in this world is never becoming better. It is only when faith is present. He said they did not benefit from the word of God because they didn't mix it with faith. So the word of God in its natural state can have no impact in our lives until we apply faith to it. So we're going to look at a few of them and then... Uh, we end the leaders' meeting. If anybody tells you that faith is easy, the person is lying. It's just like when, who has gone to the gym before? It's not easy. Or even in your by your own, trying to exercise. It's very difficult. Sometimes you know you have to do 100 press-ups. By the time you are on 35, eh, if nobody encourages you, you stop. Because what you are doing is not bringing you one million dollars. I mean, what? why the stress? So by the time you are doing 35, 36, 37, 38, you see that the numbers is dragging. You are giving up. So the state of your faith is determined by your determination to build that faith. How do I exercise my faith? How do I engage my faith? What must I do? The, the Bible is a book of instructions, inspirations, assurances, promises. So there are instructions in the Bible that teaches us on how to build our faith. So the first one I will talk about is that you can build your faith by having a consistent prayer life. By having a consistent prayer life. By having a consistent prayer life. You can build your faith by having a consistent prayer life. Matthew, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse number 24. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. Give me the message version. He said, that's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything. So if you have the consciousness that 
Everything by prayer, nothing by prayer. Nothing without prayer. Everything by prayer, nothing without prayer. So you, you, you connect, prayer is connected to your faith. Because if you pray and you have to receive from the Lord, then you must have faith. I don't know whether you get it. Please, there are too many movements. You confuse people. The more you pray, the more you will be forced to engage your faith. Because when you pray without faith, you don't receive anything. So to build your faith, engage in more prayer. Know in yourself that you can do nothing, you can receive nothing, you can access nothing without prayer. So, if prayer will work, then you need faith. It means that the more you engage in prayer, the more you will be forced to engage in faith. And that builds the faith. If you don't engage the faith, it will not be built. So, trusting God in prayer builds your faith. Taking the impossible into prayer Builds your faith. Oh, pastor, if I go and pray and then God, God says no. How do I get built? No. At least you built the faith by praying. Trusting God. Trusting God. And, and no is an answer. And no is an answer. There are three answers. Yes, no, wait. They are all answers. Sometimes we assume that an answer is a Yes, no. When you pray, there are three answers. Yes, no, wait. And when God answers, you have to take it the way it is. Praying will build your faith. A prayerless Christian will never have a strong faith. You can never wish for a strong faith. You pray and then your faith builds up. So if you are prayerless, know that you are hurting your faith. A prayerless life will never have a strong faith. So if you want a strong faith, don't think that is by impartation. Strong faith is not received in an impartation. Receive a strong faith. No. You build it by exercising it one way is by prayer. One way is by prayer. See, we have come to an age where people don't pray again. It's becoming like we, are, we, we have a posture like God needs us more than we need him. If you are prayerless, you mean God needs you more than you need him. Yeah. But if you stay in prayer and prayer can never be defined. Prayer is communication to God. Communicate to God. That is prayer. Communicate. Send a signal to heaven. Let heaven know that you entirely depend on heaven. In every situation. He said, give me that verse again, please. He said, that's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything. Ranging from small to large. Trust God for everything. Let us not take God outside the decisions we take. 
You can only put God in the decisions you make by engaging in prayer. And by so doing, you begin to build your faith. Build your faith. Include everything as you embrace this God life. And you will get God's everything. So number one, you build your faith by building a, a consistent prayer life. By building a consistent prayer life. That is how you build your faith. By building a consistent prayer life. Number two. Number two. By reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. By reading the Bible. When we were young, there was a song. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. If you want to grow. Look, it's so sad that we've stopped reading our Bible. We have stopped reading our Bible. Reading the Bible is not part of our routines. We love coming to church. We love dressing. We love buying things. We love everything except reading the Bible. Ask yourself, why is the enemy taking the interest of Christians from Bible study? You cannot build a hard faith in God without loving Bible study. Studying the Bible. If you want to grow in the Lord, we have to love the Bible. We have to love to study the Bible and hearing what is in the Bible. Until, you see, if show me a strong Christian with a strong faith. A strong Christian is a Christian with a strong faith. A strong Christian is nothing else than a Christian with a strong faith. Show me such a man and let's go and ask him how he deals with the Bible. You will see that he prioritizes the word of God in his life. We must know what God is saying about every issue in this life. Every issue has been addressed in the Bible. The Bible has the answers to every issue. So if we don't study the Bible practically every day, every single day, the Bible must be studied by the Christian who wants to build his faith. Until that is done, be rest assured, your faith can never grow. No matter how old you think you are in Christ. It is the word that builds you. How do you give birth to a child and never give him breast milk? And the Bible says that the word of God is like the milk. The sincere milk of the word. The word of God is milk. The word of God is meat. The word of God is bones. The word of God is bread. You need bones to grow. If you are growing, your bones should grow. So how do you live a Christian life without building your faith? And COVID-19 came to tell us the different kinds of Christians 
in the house of God. Yes. COVID-19 came to shake the Christian life of every Christian and gave you your real size. You yourself, you know. After COVID, whatever you have become is a message to you that that is the kind of Christian life you had built all throughout your life. Some could not survive. And some too were shocked at the estate that, hey, so now I can stay without the Bible for one month. There are people in church, they've never studied their Bible for one month. You cannot build your faith with that kind of life. You can pour oil on you, pour oil on you, pour oil on you. You can never increase in faith. You can let increase affect every spiritual virtue in your life. It's not just about the money. It's about your spiritual virtue. And one of the spiritual virtues is faith. Increasing faith. And that is the desire God wants. You cannot increase in faith. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You have to know how to study the Bible. Hallelujah. John chapter 15 verse 7. Spend time to read the Bible. But if you remain in me, number one, and my words. So, remaining in God's word, Jesus' word. These are the words of Jesus. They are written in red in your Bible. If you remain in my words, and my words remain in you, they remain, oh, they are not passing through, they remain. It's not just a passing through word. It's a remaining word. It's an abiding word. Give me the KJV so that we can get that word. Abiding. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. And remember, the first one I spoke about was prayer. And prayer without faith will give you no results. So if it, the Bible is saying here that you will ask for something and it shall be done to you. Why? Because you remained in the word and the word remained in you. It means that when the word remains in you, you build a strong faith to access all that you need in life. It's time for us to study the Bible. Study the Bible. Memorize scriptures. Ask yourself a question. God forbid, if today you go blind, will you have any scripture in your mind? Are you here? We have to study the Bible. We have to study the Bible and memorize scriptures not just memorizing but knowing what god is saying concerning us that is the only way you can go through very bad times and still be strong in faith because bad times will surely come and when they come your faith will be put to test if you have not built a strong faith that is when you will be insulting God and cursing God and saying all that you have to say. 
Number two way to build your faith is study the Bible. Study the Bible. Don't joke with it. You see, it, it is very difficult studying the Bible on an ele- electronic device. Yeah. It's very difficult. Studying the electronic device will help you search. It will help you, but get as a Christian, get hard copy Bibles. One of the things you should have, I know that ladies, you have different color shoes. Green, yellow, brown, black, white, uh, <laughs> lemon green, navy green, purple, royal, one, 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 turquoise, one, one. You should also have hard copies of different versions of the Bible. Different versions of the Bible. It's one of the properties you should desire to have. Hard copy Bibles. Hard copy Bibles. KJV, NKJV, NLT, have them in your library and study them. Have concordances. You can't grow as a Christian with New Testament Bible. And some people still come to church with New Testament Bible. After five years in Christianity, you are holding New Testament Bible. You have then you had no interest to grow. You had no interest to build a faith. After five years, even after one year of your faith, you must be having Bible concordances and reading the Bible, studying the Bible, so that when you come to church and pastor is preaching, it makes so much sense to you. It makes so much sense. And you even use to assess whether you are in the correct church. Because what you study by the leading of the spirit should not be different from what pastor comes to preach if he's preaching with the same spirit. But we don't study the Bible. So everything they throw on us is a revelation. It's deep. Because it has confused you, it's deep. It's not deep. It's just because we've not built the capacity to contain and receive. I pray that you will have that desire to build your faith. It, is, it must be a project. A project of building your faith consciously because the strength of your faith determines what you receive. The strength of your faith determines the color of your Christianity. We have to deliberately start building Take books and read. Take the book of John. Take the book of Mark. Take the book. Have Bible study shadows. We are all professionals. Why is it that some have time for the Bible and some don't have? It's all because you've not set it as an agenda. You must be intentional. You must be intentional. Okay. Number three, resting in the Lord. Learn to be rested in the Lord. Learn to be confident. That's that's the meaning of resting in the Lord. Be confident in God. Don't be anxious for anything. Because faith is never anxious. Anytime you are anxious, it means your faith is silent. In the midst of anxiety, there is no manifestation of faith. Fear 
is a big brother to anxiety. Where there is anxiety, fear has established itself. Anytime you find yourself anxious about a subject, you need to pump in faith. You need to pump in faith because a man of faith is a man resting in the Lord. He's rested in the Lord. He knows God is able. That is the language. He knows God is able. He knows faith will speak at the end. If even the results look like he failed, he knows that faith will not cause his destiny to fail. So a man of faith can, can enter into a business venture and the business will fail. It doesn't mean it's faith filled. No. That is a life occurrence. But because he has faith and he knows he has faith in who? Jehovah the restorer. He restores our souls. Because his faith is planted in God and God is the restorer, that man will be restored. Job, can you say Job is not a man of faith? He was a man of faith. Being a man of faith doesn't mean that you never see failure. You will see some. But because you have faith, your faith will bounce you back and you come back even stronger and better and more glorious. Rest in the Lord. Job lost everything. At a point you think that he has wasted all his life following the Lord. God, he lost everything. His job, his business, his children, whatever. His money, his health even went. The last thing anybody wants to lose is your health. The last thing anybody wants to lose is your health. But Job lost it. He didn't have a good friend again. His own wife encouraged him to say something to God and for him to die. Rest in the Lord. Whatever God can't give you, as they say, does not exist. And whatever God has not given to you now, it doesn't mean that he will never give to you. And if he chooses not to give it to you, so be it. It pleases him that he has decided not to give you something. So be it. Rest in the Lord. Because it's for your own benefit. Are you here? It's not everything we ask of the Lord that he will give to you. Because he knows I mean, if your child asks you for a sharp knife to play with, will you give to him? But another person, maybe the chef needs a sharp knife, you give to him. So rest in the Lord. Stop going behind God to fix your issues. Hey, tell somebody, don't go behind God. Oh, tell somebody, don't go behind God. Yeah. Rest in the Lord. Be sure that he can take care of you. Know that he's able to keep you and save you, protect you, provide for you. I am okay. I don't need God, God to have an assistant. God doesn't have an assistant. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ever ask or think. God does not have a deputy. God is never voted into power. It means that he, he never lacks the capacity to be who he is. He never lacks it. President will come and go. 
they will come and go because at a point they lose their capacity to lead. But God remains the I am that I am. He said, when you go and Pharaoh asks you, who sent you? Say that I am sent me. God is enough. There's a song like that by Sinas. I love it so much. God is enough. God is enough. And that is the language you meet with strong Christians. When you meet a Christian who is always jittery, he's always complaining, who is always anxious, who doesn't know, hey, this, hey, idea may lose it. Hey, ha, that person is not a man who is resting in the Lord. A strong Christian's language is God is enough. God is enough. Jesus is the panacea. He is the ultimate and the final solution to every problem I can ever face. If you want to build your faith in the Lord. Because in the midst of anxiety, the devil sells options to the Christian. And those options are very, very appealing like Eve. That is why we are where we are. Eve looked at the fruit and you know in the midst of anxiety when he was engaging Lucifer, Lucifer began to let her think deep. So this deep, deep thinking, be, be very careful. Hey, God knows that if you take the fruit, your eyes will open. This, 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 this. So, hey. She went to chop small. Husband came to give him. Then Yahweh pie. Don't be anxious. What God has said is enough. And sometimes God will never explain himself. I'm sure that if Joseph knew the content of his destiny after the two dreams, he would not have accepted the destiny. God just showed him, people, his own family were bowing to him, but God didn't show him the trials. So in the midst of the trial, if that man was not resting in the Lord, if that man was not having faith in God, if that man did not hold on to his belief in the Lord, he would have done something that would have altered his destiny. Oh, Jesus. Psalm 37, verse 7. NLT quickly. Rabakatabas. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. Wait for Him to act. Don't act before the Lord. Let Him act. And when God acts, then you can follow with praises and jubilation. When God acts, what comes out is praises. What comes out is our testimonies. But before he will act on your behalf, he will look and watch and see whether we can wait for him. And we can wait on him. And we can believe him. And we can have faith in him. Wait for God to act. When God acts on your behalf, it makes your life beautiful. You make my life so beautiful he can only make your life beautiful if you can be patient and wait for him to act first don't go ahead of God he can make the life beautiful for us but we need to learn to be still be still the man was at the gate of beautiful for so many years but one day, 
one day. Some men carrying divine power. Peter and John, such as we have, we give unto you. That which they had, we also have. And every situation that has been stuck for years, God is able to cause that situation to become a testimony for us. Let's learn to wait on the Lord. Let's learn to be still. Rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Anxiety will come when things are not going well. But speak to your soul. Be still and know that the Lord, he is God. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. God is able to keep us. God is able to keep us. Hey, pastor, even your wedding, your marriage, you are hiding it from one particular auntie. They say that auntie, if you are going to marry and you go and inform her early, on the day of your engagement, your husband won't show up. Oh, sort them out. God has given you the weapon. Prayer. Don't shake. On that day, you shake her hands and she will be shaking. And she will know that you are different. We fret because we don't know what we have. Rest in the Lord. If your faith will be, will be strong, rest in him. Then number four is meditate on God. Meditate. Spend time to think about God. If you love God, you will spend time with him. If you love God, spend time with him. That is the only way you build your faith. Spend time with him. God did not actually call us to work for him. God called us to be with him. He didn't call us to work for him. He called us to be with him. So the purpose of us working for him is not to get addicted to the work so much that we forget to be with him. And many of us church workers have become so engaged in the skill, the work, and we have left God. Remember, the psalm we read, he said, be still in the presence of the Lord. We must spend time with God. Meditate. It means let your mind be on God. Keep your mind on God. God, 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 God. Meditate on God. Be a godly man. Be a godly woman. Be a man whose mind is filled with God. Because in God, there are no impossibilities. So if you see a woman walking with God in his mind, it means that that woman will never ever be stopped by an impossible situation. Let your mind be fixed on God. God will give you the other things. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. Let your mind be God. It doesn't mean you're a fool. 
It doesn't mean you are not a realist. We are not dealing with reality. Your actual reality is God. In him we live, we move, and we have our being. Some people's reality is in the realm of the natural. You are not. The natural is not your reality. The supernatural is your natural. So your mind must be God, God, God. And I love it when I think that way. It's the best place I love to be. Everything is intertwined with God. Everything by God, nothing without God. Meditate. You want your faith to grow? It's not just about working for God. It's about meditating on God. Giving God your mind. Giving God your heart. Giving God your time. Giving God your emotions. Giving God everything within you. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Everything. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Can we thank God? Can we thank God? That, that is the only way. No, how can a man use a jawbone of an axe to kill thousand soldiers? It's because God was in his mind. I mean, David looks at Goliath. It's not because he used his mental faculties. He stepped into the place of God to confront Goliath. You want to build your faith? You have to meditate on God. The more you meditate on God, the more you change. You, you, you don't speak of the natural. You don't think of the natural. You become a supernatural personality. And to people get confused about you, you have not become godly enough. Because when God feels our meditation, he changes us. The mind is the battlefield of life. If God can take place, take his place, we will take our place in this world. Child of God, don't just bear the name a Christian and worse of it, a church worker. And not have God have his position in your mind. There is a day coming when God will be exalting his people and the people who will be exalted are those who are carrying God in their mind. The scripture I want to give. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Keep God in your mind. Keep God in your mind. God, God, God. That is the believer's life. The last thing I will say is number five. Spend time with other believers. To build your faith. To grow in faith. Fellowship. I am afraid of Christians who are isolated. They are dangerous. They can be poisonous. Because they will eat things we don't know. Build your faith. By engaging with other believers. That is why you must be a localized Christian. That is why you must belong 
to a local church and be known. You can never build your faith in absentia of the ecclesia. Brotherly fellowship. Iron sharpened iron. There is something you will pick from a sister that will encourage you to be in a certain circle. So you saw God do something for Sarah. It generates faith in you that God can do something for you. You saw a brother who used not to be very consistent with God now becoming consistent. It can encourage you. You can't build a strong faith in absentia. You can't. Those who do that, they come out and they become something else. You cannot. The Bible said, while Jesus was sitting with them, he rose up amongst them, from amongst them. Your rising must be witnessed by people. You cannot suddenly appear. If you suddenly appear, there are too many questions on you. But we should know you. People should know you. That is the example in the Bible. They knew Jesus. Is that not the carpenter's son? Don't. No, no, there are a lot of people in this generation. They'll just go and hide. They'll upset themselves. And then they I don't know what they're looking for. As if said, when they come to church, they are not powerful believers. It's a joke. It's a deception. And it's very evil. Because there must be a bodily interaction. The Bible says, where two or three are guarded. There is power sanctioned when believers gather together. When we meet together. When we meet, we go home, we come back, we meet, we go home, we come back, we meet, we go home. There is something happening. That is how we build our faith. You can't build the Christian faith in isolation. Christianity is not a call to isolation. We are not raising monks. Monks are raised and they go into mountains for about 10 years and above. They are monks who remain in a position they chanted till they dis- their bodies disappeared. Birds build nests upon them and they were there for years. Some have been there like 500 years and they've been in one position. We are not raising monks in church. God is raising a people, an army. So to build your faith, you must learn to sharpen yourself with others. Be a nice sister. Be a nice brother. Be a glue that bonds others. Christianity is not a call to isolation. As a church worker, be the one that brings unity in that department and not the one that divides it. Be the one that represents Christ in that department. My last scripture, Romans chapter 1 verse 11 to 12. Romans chapter 1 verse 11 to 12. For I long to see you 
that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established, not flying. If you are not an established Christian, there's a lot of problems. Verse 12, that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual, say mutual, say mutual, faith both of us, both you and me. Yes. The faith you have did not come from Agbalaba. Came from Christ. The one I have to is from Christ. So why, why can't we fellowship if we are from the same, the, the same source? I want you to close your eyes and pray one minute that God help my faith to grow. Help me to pursue. Number one, prayer. Number two, the study of the word. Number three, resting in the Lord. Number four, keeping you in my mind. And number five, not despising the assembly of believers. Eating these five, pray and receive grace to overcome. For his mercies are forevermore. Shakadora katea. Rakatala bahaya. I hear this song, we sing it and we close. Lord, you're so good. Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are wonderful. My Lord, you are Excellent is your name. Excellent is thy might. Oh Lord, you are wonderful. My Lord, you are excellent. Father, we thank you for this message. I commit my hearers into your hands that you will help them. You will help us to build a strong faith in you. For we know that you will come through for us. We know. But sometimes as humans, we fret. We become anxious because our faith is not strong enough. Lord, help us build our faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.